Welcome back, everyone, aboard Blurred Force One with your boys, Mo and Lottie. And this is the Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things uh, superhero in our pop culture media. That's movies, TV shows, video games. Uh, we talk about the news, do some speculation, all that good and nerdy stuff. And uh, before we get into the podcast proper, uh, do us a favor. Get down there, hit like on this video, and uh, uh, you know, do us a favor and subscribe to the channel. Uh, help us grow this, uh, this channel uh, where all nerds are, are welcome. And you hit the notification bell so to let you know when we drop more content. So uh, anyway, it's the Supercast, uh, episode 105, and it's a big news week. Uh, we're, we're in the, the glow, the post-Spider-Verse uh, glow, and the pre-Flash uh, anticipatory glow. So uh, Lottie, what's going on, man? Uh, we got so much to be looking forward to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I said... You know, we talked about it last last week, but I do have to say, I say it again, I truly enjoyed Spider-Verse. Didn't watch the new Transformers movie as much as I am a Transformers buff. I just, I, I heard I heard a review from somebody and it just made me now decide <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> oh, man, um, I didn't see it either. Um, I'm, I don't want to say I'm more selective now than I used to be of watching movies, but the truth is, I was sick over the weekend, so I couldn't go see anything. Um, so maybe I'll get around to it. But it is definitely coming out on Paramount Plus probably in the, within the next, I don't know, four weeks or so. So if I miss it in the theater, you know, I'll, I'll definitely hit it up there. Um, and yes, this uh, this coming week, uh, Flash is coming out. Definitely going to go see that on Saturday night. Should be uh, should be dope. We'll let you guys know how we feel about that. I, I imagine that our next episode is going to just be about the spoiler review of that thing. So uh, you guys come back and check that out next week. Um, but anyway, what other uh, nerdy stuff you been up to, Lottie? Um, uh, so Final Fantasy 16, tra- uh, not trailer, demo come, came out today. Haven't played it yet, but I'm downloading it. Um. I've also been doing like this little like uh, series on my Instagram of my interpretation of the seven deadly sins. Very is hitting it all, and people really love greed because I make greed a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not topical at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to finish Gluttony, and this is just you know the exclusive to the uh, supercast. Uh, I'm gonna make Gluttony. A kingpin. The kingpin. Oh, a kingpin. Basically, he's... Well, he will be the kingpin. Mar- but Michael he's... Clark Duncan kingpin? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. Great kingpin, though. No, okay. that's pretty cool. Well, we gotta go check check that all out. Um, I, I My nerdy stuff has been... I've been catching up on Star Trek finally because Strange New Worlds drops this uh, coming Friday. And I've been watching uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, which is something that uh, one of us has been slacking on. And there's no no good excuse for it. Uh, you know who they, I'm, I'm talking about you, Lottie. What, have you watched um, an episode of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur yet? See, look at that side, that guilty silence, just <laughs> you see, dropping the ball. Uh, and I've been telling you, I've not been telling you for weeks that it's really good. Yeah, it's just, man, I'm <laughs> I, I, I don't want to hear. See, I'm going to end up having to review the show on my own. I can tell. <laughs> I, I got I'm two sorry. episodes left to watch. It's great. Uh, I, in fact, I'll say this: if your kids liked uh, Spider Verse. You know, slide them over on the Disney Disney Plus and and you know put on Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's real fun. Uh, it's got a lot of heart. It's uh, and actually, its animation style is is like crazy. It's I really I really really like the show. And, and mind you, it's not meant for me. I know it's meant for you know ten to twelve year olds or something, or you know maybe younger. I don't care. It's a fun show. So you guys go check that out. So anyway, uh, enough of that. We're gonna get into the show 
uh, itself. And as usual, we go and cover the news topics of the week. Uh, and some, you know, we'll have a, a main topic uh, that we discuss. But this week, there's just so much news. We're just going to do all news this week. So uh, you got to strap in and get ready because we're going to be talking about these things. It's all about the box office. Uh, the last uh, last weekend had several big movies in, in theater. And so uh, who won, who lost, and uh, what were the, the total numbers there? There's an unfortunate uh, announcement for casting on Deadpool 3. A Blue Beetle gets a gets a come up, gets a big come up in the DC uh, universe. We're going to talk about what that all means. Are there some internal problems over at Marvel? Is that why you know things maybe aren't going so well over there? And what are they all about? Uh, Marvel just can't seem to get a break. There's uh, Tino Cuerto was accused of sexual assault. What's that all about? Uh, and then finally, Marvel. Uh, uh, does a bunch of delays. In fact, it's Disney, but Marvel is a part of Disney, does a bunch of delays for their upcoming movies. Where are they moving to and what does this mean for the future of uh, Phase 5 of the MCU? So uh, all of that we got uh, on tap to discuss. Lottie, you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, well, let's jump in. So let's do some box office, man. You know we love uh, crunching the numbers and all this. Like... Just you know, we're invested in whether the superhero movies are doing well. And this week, this this last weekend, we had two uh, superhero movies in the box office at the same time. They're Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and of course, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, uh, which last week was the number one. But could it hold the number one this week? So first, Lottie Guardians Three. Um, it just keeps on winning. I'm, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Uh, it's in we it's in its sixth week, uh, in, you know, in in release, up against some stiff competition. Like it, it's it has been running against, you know, big name, big IP, and it's still you know just chugging along. And so this this last weekend, it brought in seven million dollars, which you might be like, oh, seven million, that's all. But in its sixth week, that's pretty that's pretty fucking good actually. Uh, 32% drop from the previous week. So it made $10.5 million last, last weekend. And uh, I mean the weekend before, and this last weekend it made 7 million. That's a really, really good hold. If you, if you're, that's what we call legs, right? And this was yep. doing, doing this when Transformers Rise of the Beasts premiered in, in, in theaters and Spider-Verse was in its second weekend after it had a big old, you know, $120 million first weekend. So they're a very good hold for its sixth week uh it's now sitting at 807 million dollars and i mean it probably has another 10 to 15 million dollars in it so lottie i keep asking you every week like you hear these numbers see see what's going on i mean this guy this is a w right like and none of the haters they they seriously can't be saying that it's not a win right I mean, who is hating on this? Movie? I don't. It's, there's, it's, there's straight, I know that I know there's weird people out there. There's Snyder stands and stuff, you know. Like it's because here's the thing: it's like it has to because like even people that are considered toxic fans liked the movie. Like the only people that probably don't like this movie are just weirdos. They're just they just <laughs> they're just mad at the world. They just want to be mad at everything. They're mad at James Gunn because because Henry Cavill and and, and Batfleck. You know that they're mad about that because the movie's great, man. I, I, I have no like it. It's in all, in my opinion, it it should have easily been a billion dollar movie, but unfortunately, you know, some you know other circumstances than that is not is not probably going to allow it to become a billion dollar movie. But it definitely definitely has made his money back and has made some money. Oh yeah, that that uh James Gunn. Pro is is saying deuces to Marvel, and Marvel's like, no, wait, <laughs> forgive us, please. Nope, it's too, it's too late. You had your chance. Deuces. Now that, he, that he man wanted... dropped him. He dropped eight million dollars on the desk and said, peace. Yeah. I, I tell you what, though, I mean, going out on a high note, but I mean. You know, I'm not even going to say pick up the phone. I I think I I more or less said it. It would make at least 800 million, uh, but wouldn't get to 850. And I think I, I think I feel good about saying that because uh, from here on out, it's going to be probably it's probably going to be pulling in you know 
you know, four, you know, four and a half, you know, two and a half, so forth until it's done. Probably in it in its eighth week, it, it might get pulled out, which is which is all good. It's a good theatrical run. And I mean, nothing but a, a win for Marvel and for James Gunn. And again, I remind people, this is just an example of, you know, the person who's going to be leading the DC universe. And so, I mean, the dude doesn't do anything but, but win. So um, I, I'm really happy for for James Gunn, for us as fans to have gotten the movie. Uh, and I'm looking forward to what James Gunn's going to be doing in the future. Uh, so moving from uh, Marvel to Sony, Spider-Verse had its second week. Lottie, 54% drop. At, raked in $55.5 million. Uh, was about five... Five and a half, six million short of being number one at the box office because uh, Rise of the Beast uh, actually overperformed where people thought it might. Uh, so, but hey, not, that is nothing. Being number two, nothing to sneeze at uh, no. here. Not when you're making fifty-five point five million. Which think about that. This the the newest Transformers beat it only by like five million bucks mm-hmm. on it in its second weekend. So that's that's kind of a testament to the fact that Spider Verse really did gangbusters in the first week. Fifty four percent drop in your second week. Any movie at all would kill for that. That like for real, especially a blockbuster, fifty four percent drop. That's excellent. You know that that's a good sign for longevity. Um, <clears throat> so right now the the uh, domestic total stands at two hundred thirty two million dollars and some change, but the international is only at eighty seven million. Lottie, what's going on there? What's what is up with the rest of the world? It's the rest of the world is enjoying the movies. Just for some reason, the box uh, the, the box office trackers are just like, eh, we'll we'll track it when we feel like it. I think this is important too, like because I'm you know I'm asking myself like what the hell's going on with them? Because what's going on with the rest of the world? There's a narrative going on about like is it just that the rest you know other parts of the world just don't want to see black people in anything, and you know it's easy to kind of buy into that because there is there's a bit of that. Let's let's not lie, there is some of that shit going on. Uh, yeah, Little Mermaid should be bigger than it is, and it and it's not. And there's there's some foolish reasons behind it, but I mean this is animation, and as I understand it, Japanese people love Spider Man, and you know, Asian people love Spider Man, you know, and so I'm not, I don't want to buy into that without seeing any real, you know, any real numbers. So right now, you're right, Box Office Mojo is behind. That's that's being charitable. It just doesn't have the data for a bunch of different uh, countries. Uh, outside of you know North America, and therefore it's pretty hard to say that there's some kind of trend related to the characters themselves, as opposed to like there's just no data. So I, I think we we keep an eye on it, but I, I feel I feel good that I think Spider Verse, like to me, Spider Verse should be at 500 million by now, or I'm it should be where is it at? It's at you know damn near 400. I think it should be at 500 by now. Uh, but I don't th- think we have any real numbers to actually say whether or not it is. So, you know, I I just like I said, I want to keep an eye on it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Oh yeah, I, I I completely agree. Like I keep looking at the box office and I keep seeing three hundred. I'm like, nah, this movie. That sounds and, wrong. And, and, and I and and what I can't and I don't and what I don't like is that the freaking um like pa- uh papers and like I mean articles are writing writing the misinformation. Just yeah. don't like just just write that it's doing well in the box office. Don't say it's doing three hundred something million across because everyone's like, "Hey, it's not doing that well." No, like it's damn, it's flopping after its second week. No, it's doing extremely well. I, as me as someone who's a foreigner who has family on other side of the planet, that movie's doing well. Is mm-hmm. I'm telling you that movie, if it's not five hundred million, it's damn close. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm look. I must. I'm going to say right now, without the international box office, if if the current way that, um, you know, domestic is trending is going the, going this way, I mean, you're talking, let's say it keeps, let's say it does like, you know, 60% drop. So, so you know, next week it's, uh, you know, it's it's 55, what is it, what did I say, 55 this week? So, <clears throat> let's say, you know, a ha- half drop of that is like 20, 25 
So let's say it's 20 million. That's, I mean, that's a good hold for, for a third, especially uh, in the face of flat of the flash. That's, that's a good hold. I actually, I suspect that it will be number two next week. Uh, after this weekend, I think it will be number two after this weekend. I think rise of the beast, you know, it's, I think it's going to, uh, go more than 60% drop, which will, which will put it, you know, you know, it will, in fact, I was, I think rise of the beast is probably going to pull in just a little under what spider verse will. So it'll be number two again. And if it keeps on, and I think it, I honestly think it does have legs. I think it has rewatchability. So the domestic could, I mean, honestly, the domestic right now is at 232 million. I think the domestic could get another uh, 70 million, maybe more. Maybe it, it could go as much as 310 for, you know, for its total run, which is phenomenal. You know, that's, that's almost as much as the first one made, period. And I think it, I think it could damn near do its uh, into the Spider Verse's entire run just domestic. So y'all, you heard it here. I'm predicting it'll make at least three hundred. I'm predicting that across the Spider Verse domestically will make at least three hundred and ten million dollars. And if that's the case, it's not just a win; it's a huge dub, like a, it's a gigantic W. Like there, there's no question. So we we'll, we shall see. We're gonna keep an eye on that. Uh, ne- next week and we'll let you guys know what's going on so another quick bit of uh, news Lottie I hate to inform you and this actually this hurts me deeply uh, because of how much I adore the character Zazie Beats is not going to be coming back to Deadpool uh, no no domino in Deadpool 3 and I'm very sad about that Lottie um, can you help me get over my heartbreak about this Hold up. Let me just remember. Zazie Beats. She's. You know. You know what? Oh, you're, you're, uh, you are no help to me, sir. <laughs> listen, it's been like three years since I've seen that movie. The, uh, the like one of the just one of the damn coolest characters in the whole in the movie. Just like everything, everything just worked for her. I loved it. I thought she was awesome. Loved loved Domino in there, and I'm a, I'm a fan of Zazie Beats. I I mean. She's just great. So anyway, help me get over this heartache, sir. Oh, we still got a uh, what's her name? King blow her up for her. <laughs> Negasonic Teenage Warhead, but I don't know. It's look, I I love Negasonic Teenage Warhead, but it's it's you know it's not the same way I like Domino. Like Negasonic Teenage Warhead, I'm just like that's that's a good kid she's gonna go far and isn't she cute with with yukio i i just i i they're adorable and i love them but zazie beach is like she's just like hot you know mercenary girl that's and she's always giving wade shit and it's fun like i love the way wade and her interacted uh so i'm gonna miss that and i i'm like please y'all figure out a way to get her into the one after that because we know there's gonna be a part four right Mm-hmm. Make him uh, just. I'm. I'm. I'm upset. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it, look, it's almost, but not quite. As if they said, you know what, Florence Pugh's not coming back for the next Avengers movie. You know, Yelena for you. Now, how would you? Ma- how would that make you feel, sir? I mean, it would be less tasteful stuff to see. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I. <I'll>, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, less tasteful stuff to see. <laughs> so anyway, that's unfortunate, but um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they'll figure out a place for her in the MCU. They better. She's really talented. So we'll see. We'll let you guys know more in the future. Lottie, dude, I was. I'm gonna tell you this. This this bit of news is about Blue Beetle and and the DC universe going forward. There was remember DC, uh, Blue Beetle and Batgirl were supposed to be max originals and they were going to be you know dc eu adjacent movies or whatever right but then there was a shake-up and they you know they got rid of the uh walter hamada and you know there's just all that stuff and um but in the midst of the of discovery buying them they're like oh wait a minute no y'all not y'all not putting this on hbo max you're gonna we're gonna put this in theaters so that made us think like oh this blue beetle must be on point because 
they 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 drop bat Batgirl like a bad habit, but mm-hmm. they put this one, you know, they put more money into it. And they're putting this thing on into theaters. Cool, L- looking forward to it. But the question was, that's great, but like, isn't it a DCEU thing? And and like, aren't they scrapping all of that stuff with James Gunn and Peter Safran? Like, you know, what's up with that? Well, uh. James going to answer that question today. I was actually I was listening to this podcast. I didn't even, I didn't realize while I was listening to it that it was kind of kind of blow up because you know James Gunn was just revealing shit in in it. You know, uh, many things in it, uh, talking about like Superman and stuff like that. Just not not anything particular. Just like he dropped a little thing thing, and the thing he dropped about Blue Beetle was bigger than I thought. It I just kind of skimmed over it, but he says that. Blue Beetle is going to be in the DCU. That's what he's calling it, the DCU, the DC Universe. So this movie is canon to the new super, uh, new uh, DC Universe and that he's going to be the first character introduced into the, the DCU, but uh, the official first movie of the DCU is actually Superman Legacy. Lottie, this is... I don't know if I don't know if you're feeling the the ground shake with this. I am feeling this that this is a, a confirmed character. So we're going to actually experience the new DC universe this year. Man, what's I mean, come on, Lottie, you got to be excited. You know what I'm going to tell you what this is? I'll tell you exactly what this is. This is what you call marketing and a business decision. You know, <laughs> here why I say this, because listen, all of a sudden James Gunn changes up his timeline. That's the thing. I, yeah. I you know what I, I, I have a theory about this. I'm telling you, they're doing that because there's no reason. Because I think it was originally supposed to be a part of the original DCEU, but there's nothing connecting it to the original DCEU. So probably Zaslav and him just sat down and said, "Hey, like." Do you like the character? And James Gunn's like, yeah, I like him. And, okay. And what, and the other thing was the movie good. Yeah, was the movie good? Like, do you approve of it? And he's like, yeah. So okay, let's make it. Let's not freaking stab this movie to death before it even comes out. Right. Because right. you said it doesn't matter. Right. Because that movie. Because if this movie came out after the Flash. And it's not part that movie, man. The movie that dead. is that is <laughs> deaf. That is like no one will show up to watch that movie. They yeah. did the yeah. right decision by putting it part of the new. Because now people are like, oh, okay, so it's the first movie part. Okay, there we go. Yeah, it's essentially they're saying, hey, this movie actually matters. This character you will see again, and and it gets the stamp of approval from the new you know heads of of DC. Yes. Like you are hundred percent. I I completely agree with you. It's a business decision, but I also think it's a creative decision. I, I what I think happened here was just good. You know, good fortune. It's kind of like you you know you buy you know James Gunn bought a, and Peter Safran they bought a fixer upper right, and then they you know they accidentally knocked a wall over and then found like a a, a case of uh you know a suitcase full of thousand you know uh you know. $200,000. Oh my God. Lucky us. We're going to use this to make this house better. Like they're literally like, okay, we can, we can use this. Let's, let's make this house better. And so maybe they found a hidden gem, a, a good story, a, you know, great execution. And maybe it needed a little help to become next level. And they've given it that help and they believe in it. So he's literally saying it's it's part of the DC universe going forward. It's the first character, but not the first official, you know, not the first official movie. And which is splitting hairs and, and that's fine. I don't I don't I don't mind that. But I'm just I'm damn excited cuz I already really wanted to see this movie. I th- already thought it looked good. But maybe this is going to give us some hints, you know, maybe we'll be getting some cameos or now maybe not even cameos. Maybe we'll get like end credits that are gonna like point the way towards, you know, what what we should expect to see. Or I suspect we'll get our first look at one or more heroes that are actually gonna be cast. Because I I think that they're going to be revealing the cast, you know, like some of the major players in the DC universe going forward at Comic Con this year. So that what a great place to actually just sort of tease them. 
to the audience, you know, sort of like Nick Fury at the end of Iron Man or something like that. So I mean, I, you know, I'm talking out my ass. Maybe they won't do that, but that seems like some shit that they would do and I'm all for it. So, um, I'm, I'm excited. Let's lay, I'm give me a great reason. I was already looking forward to it. Even more reason to look forward to it now. So, um, anyway, we'll let you guys know more about, uh, you know, uh, blue beetle as, as, uh, the time comes forward for that to come out. And of course we're going to review it. So you guys come back and check that out. So less, less fun things to talk about here. Like I, I, I feel like we're, we're on a downward slope. Like we were just talking about, Oh, a bunch of cool things. Now it's not cool things. Uh, Lottie. Mm-hmm. Can, can we just agree? Uh, Marvel phase four, Marvel post end game. Um, not on the same level as the the previous phase. Uh, I there again. I'm a Marvel shill. I don't give a fuck. I like everything they've put out. I just like some of them to a lesser degree. Lottie, I know you don't share my opinion about some of those things, but I I mean for the most part, Phase Four it wasn't like it. You know, it didn't rise to the level of Phase Three maybe or Phase Two even. But I think it did. You know, it it was fine. But it's pretty clear there's there's some creative things that are going on behind the scenes. Maybe Kevin Feige's overstretched. Maybe there, there's not a cohesive vision. Um, maybe the Marvel method or the Marvel formula, maybe it's wearing thin. Who you know? Who knows? Um, just too much coming out at once. Um, but there's this uh, this report from anonymous people that work at Marvel talking about what's going on there and why there's problems. And uh, Lottie. I don't know if you got a chance to kind of skim through it a little bit but i mean it's can i be honest not saying anything that i didn't suspect anyway uh mm-hmm. in some of these things i know we had talked before about victoria alonzo and how she ran the the production and like post-production and vfx you know there's plenty to be said there uh but they're they're talking about you know marvel's it's it, the way it handles you know it's tv shows and the showrunners and it sort of upends the the traditional way of showrunners really controlling the creative output of a show and now that there's more like it's more like a comic book thing where there's an editor and then the writers or sh- whatever showrunners are less less in charge of the overall vision uh also that you know there are people that that aren't as interested in working for marvel because of this because of maybe a lack of uh, autonomy a lack of uh, control over the process and um and also that you know these uh, you know these executive producers that are having more creative control maybe they're not you know as dialed in or as even experienced enough to actually you know bring these products to fruition you know in in, in the quality that we expect from the MCU so i mean there's a lot going on in here but it just kind of you know spells out that you know, there needs not, not just that there are creative problems and, you know, leadership problems uh, underneath Kevin Feige, but that there is, you know, that they do need to, like, you know, reevaluate their process and reevaluate how much stuff they're putting out. Uh, so, Lottie, I mean, you hear all of this. You get a chance to look at this stuff. I mean, is any of this a surprise to you? And, and you know, was, was there any, you know, is there in your mind you know, a way out of this for Marvel. I, I, I had this same conversation with my brother and the answer is obvious. What's happening to Marvel. They miss James Gunn. It's, 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 it's just, it's kind of like ironic that around when James Gunn left Marvel, that's when the quality started dipping. Because James Gunn was a part of, he helped make the Avengers movies. He helped, you know, advise, look over all these other movies. He was like a second person next to Kevin Feige, so Kevin Feige wouldn't be stretched as thin. They, they missed James Gunn, and it, and that was even more apparent with Guardians of the Galaxy three. Like Guardians of the Galaxy three was like a giant sore thumb of like, boy, whoo, they missed James Gunn because James Gunn. Did he did the Marvel formula better than any of the Phase Four movies, in my opinion? The he had the right comedy, 
action, stakes, like, you know, heartfelt moments. He 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 encapsulated what what made Marvel great. And it felt like one of those phase two movies. Like, you know, like uh you know, the Winter Soldier and and um what is the movie? Uh, 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 Civil War. It felt like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Marvel can come back from this. It's just, I think they need to reevaluate what they want to do. Because they're already on path for what they want to do with Phase 4 and 5. 5 has already started. Once they finish Phase 5, and because we don't even know if we're going to get Kang anymore. <laughs> I mean, we you, I, I, we will. They're just what? Probably, who's going to be Kang? <laughs> but but I mean, is that movie? If if Jonathan Majors is not Kang, man, that movie's not coming out the time it's supposed to come out next year. Because then they'll have to reshoot and re-edit. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. Like I think they need to start reevaluating what they want to do with because they got the X Men. Do something with the X Men. Yeah, maybe sometime in ten years they'll they'll do something with it. <laughs> sometime in ten. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> no, it, that's real. I'm, t- I'm telling you, that's real. That they they've got a full plate uh, right now. Now, I mean, I think you're you're right about the James Gunn thing, like because at at one point we we talked about this years ago. He was he was literally going to be basically. Kevin Feige's second second hand, you know, his right hand man to kind of shepherd like cosmic stuff. And there's a lot of cosmic stuff going on right now and and has been going on. But Mm -hmm. he would have been vital to kind of keeping everything on the rails because as the MCU's been slowly it's been expanding and expanding. Phase four was an explosion of new characters and new new you know, new places and you know, old characters you know, kind of in new scenarios. There's a lot of, I mean, give phase four its due. It did a lot of shit. That also may be why it wasn't as good because it was doing a lot of shit and people felt like it it wasn't really focused on any one thing. There's some really good stuff in phase four. There's some really like, you know, swings and misses. And there's some just stuff that just like, okay, it's, this is a thing, you know? And that's and that's fine if you're if you're anybody but Marvel. If in fact, I'll say this: if DC did everything that Phase Four did, pe- we, people would be like, "Holy shit, DC is on a roll!" Right? But this is Marvel. We expect some something different. And the I, you know, I think they have to, among other things, as as far as behind the scenes, they've got to get a mm-hmm. they they've got to dial back what they're doing, and they've got to figure out this whole at least for the TV side, because a lot of this is about TV for the TV side. They've got to learn how to make TV like TV is made. And that, that sounds like a simple, stupid thing to say, but the truth is you can't make movies and then decide you're going to make TV just like you make movies. That is not the way it works. It's not. And it shows there. Look, probably out of all of the, all of the Marvel TV shows, uh, some of them just didn't hit, and because they didn't feel like they were TV, they felt like stretched out movies, right? Or they felt like, "Where are you going with this? Like, what? This feels aimless." Or, yeah. or they were just like they had good ideas and they kind of fizzled out in a few places, and then they had a sh- strong ending, or they had a strong beginning and they had the pew pew Marvel ending. That's, so that's that's oh, not that, that, that is, is that is a uh, that's not TV. I, you know, yeah, that's not. Let's just be honest. That's not the way TV works. And so I think trying to shoehorn in the Marvel method of movie making into making TV doesn't work. And so learn to make TV the way TV is supposed to be made. You know, there's it's a successful formula for a reason. You know, TV gets made a certain way for a reason, not because no one wants to change, but because it works. So that's what one of my suggestions is actually get away from the whole Marvel movie method and, and instead get a Marvel TV method. Second thing I would say is, is respect the writers more. It sounds to me from what I read on this, they're not respecting the writers very much. 
having writers' rooms and writing scripts and everything, being like, "All right, cool, bye," and then never referencing the showrunner again, even when you're filming. That's stupid. That's a good way to fuck up a TV show, is to get the creative person, the driving force behind them. Then you know, be like, "All right, cool, you wrote all the scripts, we're good, bye," and then trusting the assistant directors and maybe the executive producer that may have been involved in some of the creative process to actually be able to do rewrites. Because I, I tell you what, the day of, they're not following the script exactly. They will get close, but they'll do rewrites. And they need writers for that. So they need to respect the writers and the writing process and the role of a showrunner, which it goes back to making TV the way TV is made. Um... And as, as I said before, do less shit. Just make, just start making less stuff. It's it's fine. Look, you want to come out with three, two, three movies a year and, you know, two, maybe three TV shows a year? Cool. You don't have to. We don't need one every quarter, you know? Get, yeah. Give us five projects a year. I guarantee you it'll be fine. It, it'll, yeah. it, it would be totally fine. Um, and so, and I think they're they're taking at least that part to heart. I'm not sure about the other behind-the-scenes stuff. But as an avowed TV watcher, someone who doesn't just watch TV but follows the business of television and how stuff is made and listens to the way creators talk about how this stuff is made, this the way Marvel's going about it, I mean, they're putting money into it. They're doing stuff that seems cool on paper, you know, but the actual execution's not there. And I would really love to see them you know, really bring in experienced TV creators and listen to them and get the hell out of the way and let them make shit. So anyway, <laughs> we'll see. It's, I mean, we're not surprised by this news, but we would like to see some, you know, some correction. I think that's the thing. We just, when you, when you go wrong, just make a little correction You make some corrections, try to get back on the path. Hopefully Marvel uh, will get their shit together. So we shall see. Uh, we'll let you guys know if we hear more information. So, well, again, with the the shit news, hate to say it, we're in another one of those. We're in a Jonathan Major situation, but worse. Well, no, worse and better in some ways. <clears throat> uh, so, it came out uh, uh, across the you know the news wires, social media, whatever, that Tinak Huerta has been accused of sexual assault by a former girlfriend. Um, and who apparently, and she's not just accusing him of sexual assault. She's accusing a, a kind of a social justice, anti-racism organization that he's a part of. And I guess that she used to be a part of, of kind of trying to silence her and to cover up the fact that he's, according to her, a predator. So, and this was all on, like, social media or whatever. There's been no details. She just accused him of this. And um, and has accused him of being emotionally abusive and narcissistic and so forth and that stuff. Um, and, you know, and to, to their credit, the people who... And this, and this apparently was something to do with some podcast or something they're using talking about her or her situation or something. I don't know. Some beef between her and the organization. But also, uh, you know, Huerta and his publicist put out a, a statement basically saying, this is bullshit. We've been trying, you know, we, she and I dated, we, we broke up and then, you know, she started acting, you know, being weird. So I engaged some legal, uh, aid, you know, to protect against whatever she might do in retaliation, and this is it, and I categorically deny it. Cool. <clears throat> so, Lottie, this is good and bad. This is better and worse than the Jonathan Major situation. It's better in the sense that this is a one woman alleging some stuff, very non-specifically, just very non-specifically alleging abuse. And there's no, you know, no legal anything going on here. That's, I suppose, in the eyes of Disney, will be good. That's better than what's going on with Jonathan Majors. There's no actual legal case going on with it. But it's worse because 
There's no fucking legal case attached to it. So this could mean anything. Anyone could run with it and think whatever they want to think about it. But even maybe worse for him is that this this woman has kind of a history of dealing with guys who aren't good to her. And I, put, you, I think you had texted me that she had her ex-boyfriend or somebody had splashed acid on her face or so, yeah. something like that. And she's not going quietly. And, you know, this it's, this is bad if it's in the court of public opinion because then it becomes the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's actually not good. At least not for Huerta himself, but definitely not for Marvel because they have, once again, somebody who's got some personal baggage that could really you know not and not in the short term probably not in the next few years even but could affect their you know their ability to make a movie with that character uh so lottie i mean i feel like i've summarized it reasonably well um you know you've you've read about it heard and all that other stuff what's i mean what's going on in your opinion and you know is Huerta in trouble and is is marvel and disney are they are they in another jonathan majors uh situation Man, it's not a good. Uh, eh. I think this is worse than Jonathan Major. I think this is worse because not only is you, you know she's accusing you of one of the most heinous things that a man could be accused of, she's also a victim of an actual domestic violence thing. So it's not like it's the, it's it's almost like even if it comes out that none of this is true more people will still not want to believe it because she and she was an actual victim you know what i mean like it's it's like it's like a difference like it's like more people it will be harder for people to not believe it or even even if the truth comes out people will ignore it even more because this is an actual person who survived true domestic violence and it's just like man this is not a good look man like and it seems like marvels just can't catch a break it's like every single one of their villains that are popular are just man you know it's 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 it's, it sucks for them because i'm in fact i would say sucks for anyone trying to get invest any real money in a blockbuster Cause how the hell do you vet that? Like really, how do, how do you vet that? I mean, do you are you gonna literally send private eyes behind every bar, every person you want to you know you don't want to sign to a big old contract and be like, all right, get every bit of dirt on them ever ever ever. Where does it end? Like how much due diligence is enough due diligence? Is I guess is the question, Lottie. How how much should they be looking into these people? Uh, I mean, and and then he had that tweet too. Ugh. <laughs> Did you see the tweet that he had? Was that, that he made a, like? Was that responding to? Uh... No, he made a tweet like back in like 2019 or 2020, pretty much saying that it's something about not believing women. When it it, it had something to do with not believing women with sexual assault. Ah, well. <laughs> which unfortunately there's a there's a bunch of dudes who who are nowhere near famous but there are a bunch of dudes in hollywood that i'm certain have some crap like that on their on their uh social media too but that and but it's just the simple fact that it here and here's the thing it's not like that's a super old tweet that was like like 2020 you know what i mean it's like you yeah. gotta be careful yeah. what you tweet, man. Yeah, as the kids say, it's just it's cringe. <laughs> it's more than yeah. cringe. It's actually it's actually more than that. Um, I mean, just that's that's what I'm like. I'm saying about these things. How the fuck can you predict that? There's no you're. Yeah. It, it's starting to look like and and you know, you know. To be fair, nine times out of ten, this shit's not going to be a thing. But you know that this shit crops up like how do you how do you 
account for that sort of thing. Like, fortunately, he's he's not Kang, so that's why I said it's not as it's not as bad. They can replace him; it wouldn't be a big deal. He was the you know he's the villain of one movie, and you know to be honest, he's not the the linchpin villain like Jonathan Majors. So I think it'll be fine. But it just, this sort of thing just, as a fan, this shit is exhausting. You know? Like, I, like every time, am I, is it just me? Every time I, I'm on social media and there's some, someone's whose name I know is just trending, I'm like, what the fuck did he do? Right? I'm just, I'm just immediately, I'm like, what the fuck did he do? And then I click on him, like, oh, thank God. He's just, he just turned, it's just his birthday. Thank you. Or, you know, oh, I don't want to say this, but oh, they just died. Okay, cool. I thought I thought maybe they they did something crazy, and I'm gonna to have to you know figure out how to de- you know not even defend them, just to, like figure out how to how to feel about still liking their work. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. shit, this shit is fucking exhausting. I that that's I mean we're we're reminded that these they're not deities and they're not you know they're not saints or whatever like that. They're just regular people. But I mean like. Fuck! Can you just be regular people? Like after you're done with the MCU, like go be regular people. Go be regular people with stupid ass hangups, in in like seven years. Is that? Can we wait? Just wait. Hold that shit off. Get the get your bag. Give us our movie. I know it's a, that's a horrible thing to say and think. It just it's again as a fan, it just the shit gets fucking annoying. Um, and. And at the end of the day, I mean, if if dude is guilty, like, you know, fuck him and and move on. You know, she, you know, she's saying what's what's the real. You know, if, if that shit's real, then that shit's real, and she she's doing the right thing by speaking up. And you know, I don't want to get away from that. Like, ultimately, if he's guilty, he's guilty, and that mm-hmm. and they've got to kind of deal with that. It's just, I think they've they've really got to figure out some kind of vetting process to really kind of you know, to make sure that this sort of thing doesn't become just a trend of not being able to trust that the the actors you have that you start with are going to be the ones you end with. So anyway, um, I'm sure we'll be hearing more about that this in the coming weeks. And we will let you guys know more about that uh, when we hear about it. Final bit of news. And (laughs) we've been, we've been on some down, a downward, (laughs) A downward trend, so let's just end. Let's let's end in the in the valley, and that is this, Lottie. It's time for some uh, delays, um, and I'll have to say this: not surprising. Mar- some Marvel delay. In fact, I think Disney probably just was like delaying a bunch of shit, because uh, I don't know if you saw this. I don't know if you were you were paying attention. Avatars three, four, and five, they changed their they delayed their their dates. And I will be damned if I won't be in my 50s when the last Avatar, Avatar 5, comes out. I'm not, Lottie, I'm not kidding. Like, yeah, cause, I'm well, cause you know, well, one, I'm old, but still, it's, I, the, the next Avatar has been moved to 2025, Avatar 3. Four is going to be, uh, what is, what I said, 2029, and five is going to be 2031. Like so, t- all right. So twenty twenty nine, Avatar four, Avatar five, twenty thirty one. I'm gonna be an old man when they finally finish this uh, series, and I'll be James Cameron's gonna be. You know, I'm, I mean, he's gonna be in a I, walker. <laughs> but directing uh, we gotta ask, ask a question. I mean, <laughs> hopefully, but is is he gonna make it? Yeah, I mean, he, I think he's in his seventies now, so that's. Uh, Avatar three is uh, is Avatar five is supposed to be coming out in eight years. Um, yeah, so we'll see. But that's just uh, so it's Disney in general is doing this. Uh, but so let's talk about Marvel, our our delays. So here's let's let's start with good news, Lottie. Good news, we're gonna get to see Deadpool three almost six months earlier. In fact six months earlier than we were going to going to originally because mm-hmm. instead of coming out uh november 8th of 2024 it's coming out 
uh, is coming out uh, May 3rd, 2024. Oh, happy day. We're going to get to see Deadpool back so much faster. And they better get the get the they better get on it too. This writer strike that better get the hell out of here because I don't see how the hell they're gonna make that date. It's it is literally less than a year from now. Um, anyway, so that's that's the good news. So now for every other bit of not good news. Uh, Captain America: Brave New World is now going to come out. It's only two you know two months later on July twenty sixth, twenty twenty four, and Thunderbolts was going to be July 26th of 24. Now it is going to be uh, it's going to be December 20th of 24. So it's moving almost about five months, uh, almost five months. Blade, uh, they should they should call it uh, you know unfinished blade or never gonna you know never gonna release blade. It's you know it's they it's literally moved back again. Now it's coming out in 2025 on Valentine's Day. I don't uh, believe that movie. <laughs> that they movie. are silently canceling that movie. <laughs> that they're, they're the blade's gonna be rusty and dull by then. <laughs> what? What? They're, he's gonna be like, can it actually? Can it cut? Remember? No, can it blend? No, it can't. Um, well, let let's see. But it that is moving into the where Fantastic Four was going to be. So where's Fantastic Four landing? Fantastic Four is moving from uh, Valentine's Day 25 to May 2nd, 2025, where Kang Dynasty was supposed to be. And so where did Kang Dynasty move? A whole fucking year. A whole yeah, year. Man. Yeah, I don't know that. A whole... I've, I've, y'all... A whole year. So three years from now, uh, May 1st, 2026, where Secret Wars was supposed to be, which is now a year later from there on May 7th of 2027. I I swear, I, I feel like I'm watching a basketball game and they're doing four corners. They're just passing the ball from the, uh, for you people that don't watch basketball. It's when people stand at the corners of the court and they just keep throwing the ball to each other to keep it away from the defenders cause, and without trying to score. Uh, it, it feels like that. They're just, I'm like, are we running the clock out? What the fuck's happening here? So I know that's that's me being, you know, being petulant and childish about not getting shit when I want it. But I think this there, I think this also may be a good thing. Lottie, what do you think? Man, honestly, at this point, I don't even want to talk about the the next Avengers movies again until twenty <laughs> until twenty twenty five. I even then, like late twenty twenty five, I don't even want to talk about those movies anymore. Like those movies are completely off of my radar. Same thing with Fantastic Four. Never talking about that movie until until twenty twenty five too. Like get that out of here. Blade, in my opinion, I don't even think that movie's it's coming a, it's out. It's not man. a real movie. Nah, they haven't. No, that's not a real movie. <laughs> Jesus, man, look at this. Look what they did to my boy. They they massacred my t- they've massacred my movie release list. It's don't, well, there are some bright spots in here, and like I said, I think there we can take some. I think we t- take some some kind of like you know positivity out of this if if we look at this the right way one captain america really doesn't move much it's literally moving like two months you know oh that's that's fine that's it's barely a move deadpool we're getting it soon we're getting it sooner that's that's dope right so next year you know we're guaranteed you know next year we're guaranteed to get deadpool and uh uh, Deadpool and Captain America within a you know, within a few months. Cool. Thunderbolts. Um, it's still within the same year. That's fine, I guess. Right? It it moves, you know, half a year, but that's fine. I, I'm I, with the writer strike going on. I'm sure they need the time to like get their shit together. <sighs> Everything after that is just what really fucking pains me, because it's it's what's filling in the gaps is maybe my question, right? Mm-hmm. We have everything up till mid 2025 right now. 
then nothing else until 2026. What's filling in the, the space between Fantastic Four and Kang Dynasty? And what's filling in the space between Secret uh, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars? You know? There's it. Yeah, there's it. There's... It, it's, it can't be nothing. I don't believe Marvel's going to put out one damn movie in a year. So, like I said, there there's some positivity to be gained here, but I Blade and Fantastic Four, they keep feeling like fake projects to me. You know? <laughs> they they feel mm-hmm. like Captain America Serpent Society. You know, that fake-ass title that they put on instead of Civil War. So, I'm just like, is are these things real? Um, I, and I think they're real. It's just... It, it's it's so hard to it's so hard to deal with the fact that these things aren't going to be realities for years to come. Um, the other bit of positivity is they're giving themselves space to actually make the shit good. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like we've been talking about. Like y'all are doing too much. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. All right. Well, they've just shuffled the deck so that they don't have to do as much. And so I mean, at the very least. We can't say they didn't have time or too much stuff to focus on, you know, to not get shit right. And so I'll take that extra time as a down payment on this shit. I better be fucking awesome. Like, am I, is that a fair, is that a fair look at it? A down payment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You give me a down payment of an extra year. This shit better be fire. Cause otherwise we uh, roasting is not not going to be good enough and I'm a Marvel shill and I'm all in on these movies and I'll probably like them but man y'all y'all push the movies and if them shits are not giving me flashbacks to phase 3 we we're going to have words so it's, yeah, cause, <laughs> I mean come on yeah cuz uh Jesus Christ that is a massacre <laughs> <laughs> I mean honestly like the final two movies on the final three movies on the list, I don't even want to talk about <laughs> anymore. Like, honestly, we shouldn't even bring these movies up anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, one of I, them is yeah. four years later. Yeah. Like, yeah. By the time Avengers Secret Wars comes out, we will have caught up and passed the MCU timeline. Because we remember, we were. Remember we were three years behind the MCU? I'm pretty sure by the time Secret Wars comes out, we will have passed them. It will be in in universe, it'll still be twenty twenty five. And we'll be in twenty twenty seven. So uh Okay, I'm 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 done I'm done I'm done bitching about it. <laughs> I'm not gonna bitch about it anymore. I'm just going to say I hope they get this correct and I hope that the the delays make it make it all work. And I, again Understanding that some of this shit, I can tell some of the earlier delays, like from Captain America and so forth, is writer strike related. I'm pretty sure that's true. So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, those those are all of our uh, news items for the week. Um, oh, let me just say, uh, when we learn more about about these delays, I'm sure we will. I'll let you guys know more about that then. But either way, that's all of our mo- uh, news items for this week. Um, but what did you guys uh, think? Did we miss something? Uh, did we have a bad take? Did you agree with us? Whatever it may be, do us a favor, get down there to the comment section, leave your thoughts there. And of course, you can always hit us up, supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com or at supernotfunnys1 on Twitter. And while you're down there, do us a favor, hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, all that good stuff. It helps uh, with the channel so that more people can see it. Uh, more people can join and of course uh, we can uh, you know bring you more content that you guys like so you uh, you guys know when we drop more stuff Uh, and of course I can never do this show by myself Uh, I always need my good friend Lottie uh, to help me out so Lottie where can they reach you on your social medias you can always find me on my Instagram channel uh, on Okinihoon Again, it's Anukinihun, A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. And, of course, my YouTube channel, which is Kinihun25. I'll try to stream the um, the demo of uh, Final Fantasy 16 so you guys can enjoy. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, definitely check out when uh, he demos that, uh, especially when he's, you know, 
he's waiting his turn. It's I don't I don't even know if they're still turn based. I have no idea. Never played no, Final Fantasy action. in my life. It's action now. It's like I, I got I have to wait my turn. That's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, well, that's cool. Yeah, you guys go show Lottie some love, y'all. Uh, and show us some love. You know, the super, we love uh, talking about comic books and everything like that. Uh, superhero stuff on the Supercast. It's fun, good, nerdy time. And we're glad you joined us. Glad you uh, made it all the way here to the end uh, of the show. We're on episode 105, unbelievably. Uh, we keep on uh, moving forward. But next week, come back for episode 106, and we're going to be talking about The Flash uh was it good was it bad um are you going to be sad that the dceu uh doesn't exist anymore so we'll we'll let you guys know how we feel about that so come back and join us then until then i've been mo your comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture joined by the anime expert video game designer and lover of all things superhero my good friend lottie we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread peace peace (laughs) 